Jeff and I both have super strong feelings about Serena's retirement news. I am having surgery today. I'm super nervous about it. And Jeff just booked his first post-COVID trip on a plane that is. And I have some news he's not gonna like in our three random things. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, August 10th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for things like Neosporin. Like a million years ago, you would get a cut, and then maybe your arm would just rot off. But now you put a little Neosporin on it. If you were on the Oregon Trail, you were done. Right. Like they would just kick you off the wagon, and then you would be like... Done. Gone. Left to die. Yeah. Right. But nope. Now we've got stuff like Neosporin and think of all the arms that saved. So. You know what's really underrated? Aquaphor. I don't, I, I, I did not know that Aquaphor was a thing until we had a baby and it seems to work like miracles on her. You know. Chapped lip. Sometimes she gets a chapped lip. Put Aquaphor on it. Next morning, Gone. I put it on everything with me too. Like it's not just for lips. It's for like, I don't know, you get a cut. Let you know the guy from my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, the Windex it. The Windex guy. Yeah. That's me with Aquaphor. Yeah. I'm like, oh, does your eye hurt? Maybe you should put some Aquaphor on it. That's funny because Ellie got a cut that I put like a little Neosporin stuff on. Uh and Callie's like, Are you sure that we shouldn't put Aquaphor on it? And I'm like, Aquaphor <laughs> doesn't have like I think she got dirt in it. Like we don't want it to get Aquaphor infected. Aquaphor has yeah. everything. And she's like, and, I, and she's like, well, I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe we don't know, but whatever. I'm like, okay, well, we'll switch to Aquaphor tomorrow. I'm probably about three weeks away from just carrying Aquaphor in my purse. Is like, it, is it going to replace chapstick? You know, it might, but really, it's not all about the lips, Jeff Dollar. It's you know when you like burn your hand on something, Mister Chefy Chef. Well, yeah. Aquaphor, great for that. You know, when you get a little cut that's, or you pick your um, thumb, at your nervous habit. Yeah. You know what's great for that? Aquaphor. I've actually cooked with Aquaphor. We have fried chicken Shut up. in Aquaphor. Mm-hmm. Shut, you're nope. so ridiculous. I've made, uh, I did pork chops and I marinated them in Aquaphor and some citrus. Oh, so good. Garlic. I wish there were video on our faces right now so you could see the expression I'm throwing over the table at Jeff Dollar. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our babysitter. She's awesome. She loves Ellie like, you know, her own pretty much. And it's so nice to like trust someone with your kid because there's not a lot of people I trust with my child. So let's start the show with a voicemail. We have, we have, we left, we left a storyline unfinished and there are people who have been on the edge of their seats now for days waiting for us to, to resolve this, this storyline, so. Hi, this is Stephanie from Georgia. I wanna preface this with, I'm not using anyone, I'm not arguing. I just need closure on this situation to settle my anxiety. Um, I love that y'all were proactive and called poison control for Ellie drinking the um, Expo marker liquid. But what about Sadie eating the Swiss cake rolls? Because chocolate is toxic to dogs. So 
how did that end up? Is she okay? What's going on? Did we call? There is a pet poison control. Do we? I I just need closure on that. So if you could let me know what happened, that'd be great. Thanks. Love you. Okay. So here's the thing about Sadie. The reason there was no update is because they're literally, it was the most non-eventful thing of all time. Sadie has a stomach like, uh, I don't know. What would you compare it? What's straw? Like a tank. Yeah. She, nothing bothers her. Now, um, chocolate is poisonous to dogs. And if this was the first time Sadie got into something that was chocolate, uh, I probably would have reached out to a vet or at least done some intense Google searching to see what the, what what should happen, you know, what the follow-up to that should be. However, Sadie just does not, uh, she has, she has gotten, like if I'm baking and I drop a couple chocolate chips, she gobbles them up before I can get to them. No issue. As I understand it, um, and you'll hear the confirmation of this in our voicemails at the end of today's show, a dog has to consume a significant amount of like chocolate, chocolate, like actual chocolate for it to start to have bad adverse effects. Now don't take, I'm not a veterinarian, so don't let your dog, you know, wolf down a brownie and then be like, Jeff said it was okay. I would do your own research, talk to your own vet or whatever, but thank you for your concern. Uh, we just kept an eye on her for 24 hours. She was totally fine. And I will say I did Google the um, animal poison control right now. The ASPCA has one. I think it's more geared towards like poisonous plants and stuff like that. But it also says a consultation fee may apply. So like. Oh, no. If you you'll hear at the end of the show today, a woman goes to church years ago um, with her family and. While they were at church, it was Easter weekend, while they were at church, the Easter bunny comes to the house and hides a whole bunch of plastic eggs that all have Hershey Kisses in them. Isn't that nice, the Easter bunny, to do it while they were at services? Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, what the Easter bunny didn't count on was a very hungry dog who sought out every one of those eggs. So when family returns from church, they find... A dog lying on the kitchen floor, not feeling so great, and the remains of four dozen plastic eggs and Hershey Kisses. So they call poison poison control. Poison control actually referred them to a second phone number for for dogs. The dog ended up being fine. Spoiler alert. Now you can skip that voicemail if you want. (laughs) But that that's that's how I know the facts that I know. But thank you for asking. About Jeff, Sadie. have you read the Vogue article that um, Serena Williams, like she said it, but like a writer penned it. Um, so it's like a letter about her retirement from tennis. I know she's retiring and I, I read like two lines of it or I saw two lines of it. So I, I'm, I'm interested to know if the, these two lines are going to be the focus of what are the two lines? Um, about how if she was a guy, she wouldn't have to retire. So that's the one that everyone's talking about. And I want to say a couple of things about it, but also highlight some other things. I think that she, a lot of people have said, you know, I feel like not in jest, but 
in more casual conversation, like, you know, you really can't do it all. And there's no, you know, people kind of passively say that, but I really do think with as much influence she has and like a, like an open letter basically to all of us in Vogue, like, I think that she made a pivotal statement that's going to impact our culture. And I say that, that that statement about her having to, not just that, the whole thing. And I, because it is awesome. Because, because I, what did you think of that line? That line, I totally agree with. Well, of course you agree with it. Like it's, it's a fact. That women, what was the exact line? It was something to the effect of like, in order for a, a, a male athlete wouldn't have to retire in order to have a family because the woman is right. carrying the, the baby. Right. But to I, to me, that was, it would be unfair for me to give a full judgment or a full assessment because I have not read anything else. I just saw somebody shared that in Instagram and, and, and highlighted it. But to me, I was like, yeah. Like that to me is a statement that's the equivalent of if you eat that right now, you won't be hungry for dinner in an hour. Like it's just a it's just a statement of fact. It's not, and maybe she didn't mean it as a statement on culture or fairness or gender equality or anything. Maybe she didn't. I don't know what context she used it, but to me, I was like, I don't get. I don't understand what that. I don't understand what point she's making with that. Well, I don't know, you know, I'm not her obviously, but my first thought based totally on what I'm going through right now is like physically what you go through when you have a child is just superstar athlete or not. You have like hormonal changes, you have body changes, you have all of these things. So it's physically nearly impossible to be at a level of human perfection. I mean, I know no one's perfect, but like, you know, she references Tom Brady, like he's pretty close to what you would consider a perfect athlete, but he also has never gone through that experience. So that aside, that's not what I wanted to focus right, on. But I guess, okay. Um, what I wanted to focus on. Well, can I, I say something? Yeah, about of that? course. But like that's, I got the impression that she was making some sort of societal statement about gender fairness or something. And I don't think that's because if something like, I don't disagree, like what the female body goes through to get pregnant, to stay pregnant and deliver a baby. And then the time after the postpartum time, like all mm -hmm. that is a, a tremendous, miraculous, amazing, the most incredible Part of being a human being, I think, is that thing right there that women do. Big ups, as they say. But the fact is, anybody who could, and it's, it's, I don't, I think there's a lot of, a lot of places where that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the argument could be made, well, if somebody's working their way up the corporate ladder, you know, mm -hmm. and you are moving up, moving, moving up, and then you have to take a year off, six months off, or you have a baby, mm -hmm. 
and that takes you out of the office for a period of time or off your game and a male counterpart can pass you like to me that's that's unfair like there should be a way to equalize that but i i don't think a female athlete can use that to compare herself to a male athlete does it make sense or no well Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I it just, but it that's, was, that's it, not what I took away from the article. I think that was the easy thing for a lot of people to retweet. And that's what got attention. Cause it's like, heck yeah. Like, you know, women, like it's so different for women. And I, you know, completely agree with that. What I took from her article that I thought was really cool that I think is going to be like, hopefully a societal and pivotal change is that she's like, look, and, and this, by the way, is a woman who is very wealthy, very successful. And I think we always like look at people in the public eye or people that are very successful and say, well, you can do it all if you have a team of people behind you. And her point was like, no, you can't. Like, no, you can't. Like, yes, you can have a team of people helping you. But she's like, I, here's her exact quote about her daughter. The fact is that nothing is a sacrifice to me when it comes to Olympia. It all makes sense. I want to teach her how to tie her shoes, how to read where babies come from about God, just like my mom taught me. As she grows, it's something different every month. Lately, she's been into watching baking shows, which we do together. Now we play, we bake with Play-Doh, which is so much fun. She loves the game. The floor is lava, which we all know. Um, and I love setting up the gym for her. So we do like an obstacle course together, whatever she likes, I like. So I think the first thing is like, we all make choices and she's making a choice to be in the present with her daughter and also like to, to expand her family and to fully be there for all of that, because that's so important to her. Um, which I totally get. And she says in the thing, she's like, look, I don't want to do this, but at some point you get to a point where you have to make a choice. Like the point that I took away is you literally can't do it all and you can't have it all, even if you have a billion dollars or whatever. And I think the old way of thinking was, oh yeah, people can do it all. And then there was this movement of like, women can do it all. No, you can't. Literally none of us can. So I think the bigger point here is it's okay that you can't do it all. Like you don't have to be perfect at every aspect of your life. You can make choices about what's great for you. And she's like, I don't want to quit, but this is, you know, I want to be a parent more and I want my family more. And so that's what I took away from it. Can I, I don't want to come in. I don't, I don't cause I didn't read the article. So I don't want to, I don't want to share strong opinion, but I have a strong opinion. Okay. But I only have a strong opinion about this because of something that I almost played on the show last week or the week before. Mm -hmm. There was a Formula One race car driver who quit. And when he quit, he recorded a video. He retired from Formula One racing. And the, the his video was maybe five minutes long. And he was he was speaking right into the camera. It's very dramatic, black and white. Of course, he's a Formula One driver from, from Europe, so he's the most beautiful man on earth, right? Yeah, of course. And, and the camera's on him, and he gives – his remarks are basically when you're part of 
when you're driving a, a race car, you have to become one with the car, one with the team, and it, it takes incredible focus. Uh, it's all that I think about during the racing season, et cetera, et cetera, and I have kids. And he said basically a version of what Serena said in her article. Mm-hmm. I want to teach them to tie their shoes. I want to teach them to this, that, all that stuff. Um, so I'm leaving racing to go be, be, with, a be with them. Mm-hmm. And when I first thought, listened to it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is so powerful. This is so amazing. This is so great. Then I went to, I went to edit it to play it for the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is terrible. Because he only has that option because he's tremendously wealthy. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that was another thought that I had. only has that option to not do it all because she's wealthy. She has earned and deserves every dime that she has and every dime that she makes in the future. 1,000%. But it's not as easy for people not in her situation to say, yes, I can walk away from my career because I want to focus. I mean, and you and I have had this discussion a lot in our house because it's, you know, it's hard. Like I have two jobs right now and we have a kid and, and, and marriage and life. And, you know, I think Jeff, you said at one point, like how, when is enough enough? Like when, are we going to decide that we just can't we can't operate at this speed all the time? And and you know we are very fortunate, but I think that's a really really great point. Um, and the other thing that I like that she said was she said that you know retirement is uh, an antiquated word. She thinks, and to her, it's an evolution. Um, but I just thought it was cool because a lot of people say I'm going to go be home with my kids, whatever. And she flat out said, like, I'm not comfortable with this and I don't want to do it, but I feel like it's the next step for me. And it's just something that I have to do. So I love that she said it. I encourage everyone to read the article. It's on Vogue.com. I'm sure it's on the (laughs) cover. Or just listen to Callie read two sentences and look at an Instagram highlight like I did and then base all your opinions on that. (laughs) No, I read the whole article, but it's it's, uh, really... I don't strong, think that- and I think it's really great. And I hope that it speaks to people not to say, not even to like in a feminist way, but just to say, it's okay that you can't do it all. And it's okay to have to make choices about your life, um, that and are it- hard and that maybe aren't the perfect choice. And it's, it's even more okay to do that if you're a gazillionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Did you know that there is a special species of bird that is really good at holding stuff together? They are called Velcros. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Could you say that I'm obsessed with Rothy's? Yes, you could. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's and I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on the show. Now, 
I don't know about you, but as we transition to fall, I always feel like kind of a hustle bustle. I don't know. Maybe your kids are going back to school. Maybe you're a teacher and you're going back to school, but I always feel like I spend more time than ever on my feet as we get into the fall months and wind down our year. Okay. Make sure you have comfortable shoes. Life is too short to be wearing uncomfortable shoes. And Rothy's are so cute. People magazine named their point style, the best flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. I used to see these shoes on celebrities all the time. And I thought they were super cute. The cherry on top is that they're actually comfortable. So you can take them right out of the box, put them on your feet, go about your day, no irritation, no blisters, and you can machine wash them. Okay. So my shoes, I've probably washed over a dozen times and they look as good as they did the day I took them out of the box. Another cool thing about Rothy's is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. There are a lot of ways to support a healthy brain. You could learn a new language. You could take power naps. You could do physical activity. That actually makes your brain healthier. And you can do BetterHelp online therapy. I have been a huge therapy fan since the first time I went over 12 years ago. But before then, I made fun of people who went to therapy. I didn't get it. And now I do. You can change your life, but don't wait a minute longer. BetterHelp makes it so easy. You don't even have to leave your house. You can even do live chat therapy sessions. You don't even have to be on video. And it could be much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R. H-E-L-P dot com slash upside just for being an upside listener and taking the leap to take care of your mental health with better help. I'm really excited to introduce you to Everlywell. If you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, Everlywell is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The Everlywell Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need. Mine was the Women's Health Test. You take your at-home lab tests, like you collect your sample, they walk you through everything in the directions. You can also uh, watch their videos if you want to, and use the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days, and you can share the results with your primary care doctor to help guide the next steps for you. Ever since I got the results of my blood work, I have been taking supplements, and I feel a huge difference in my life. You don't have to walk through life tired. You don't have to walk through life feeling like there's something off and not being able to put your foot on it. Get answers now and get them with help from Everlywell. For listeners of The Upside, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. 
I know it's not upsidey at all, but I do think that some of our listeners are really hoping for like a gotcha moment, like an I told you so moment, like a, oh, you said this applies to everybody, but it doesn't apply to me thing. And regularly we get messages reinforcing that that is not happening. All about our favorite sheets, Cozy Earth Sheets. Oh my gosh. The number of messages that I get about this every week is insane. And I'm talking specifically about the people who hear us talk about the Cozy Earth 100 night, you know, try the sheets out for for over three months. And if you don't like them, return them. People who go to the website, pick out their sheets, you know, pick out the sheet size or whatever, enter all their information in the back of their head. They're like, you know what? I've been hearing these guys talk about the sheets. I'm just going to try them mm-hmm. and I will send them back. I want to sleep on them for a month and I'll send them back. And what happens? Sheet addiction. Sheet addiction happens. And we should make a shirt out of that. Sheet addiction happens. I did get a message from someone that I thought was funny, which is exactly what happened to us when we started using ours that said, um, okay, so my beef is I love them so much. And now I have a linen full of sheets that I've had for years that never get used because I love the cozy earth ones so much that I like, can't go back. Like I'm, I'm sold and I'm so sold that I, I can't go back. I got to have more cozy earth. So I have to order another one. And that is the biggest problem that we're seeing over and over. A couple months ago, we changed the sheets on our bed, probably new into our cozy earth relationship when this happened. Yeah. And we just put another set, took the cozy earth ones on to, to wash them, put another set on, didn't think anything about it. And then the next morning we both woke up and we're like, we missed the cozy earth sheets and we put the cozy earth ones back on right out of the dryer the next day. And from that day forward, we either, we have two sets of cozy earth sheets. So we either we go know. one to the other, or sometimes we just take them off, wash them, put them right back on. I donated the old ones. Uh, the non cozy earth the ones. The non cozy earth ones. So. Yeah. So that mistake will never happen again. <laughs> no, it cannot happen again. So we want to prove you wrong. We want you to go to the website, buy the sheets, and then with, with, the thought that you will return them yes, within, oh my gosh. within the 100-night guarantee, and then we want you to send us a message and tell us that you did not return them. And you have 100 nights to do it. So buy the sheets, sleep on the sheets, wash the sheets, repeat, and do that for 90 days, and then get back to us. Just be warned, sheet addiction happens. You can get 40% off everything on the Cozy Earth website simply by going to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. We appreciate our Upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit callieandjeff.com. I have surgery today. You do. I do. I am actually a little surprised that you're not more nervous about it. Well, everything that you've told me, all I know about it is what you've told me. And I started to read, Callie printed out the day of procedure instructions and put them on the fridge. I'm assuming to remind you not to eat anything or to whatever. Yeah. Like I have to take, I had to take like a pill last night. I can't eat. I haven't eaten since like, you know, the clock started at midnight, can't eat anything. And my surgery's not until the middle of the day today. So I'm going to be a little cranky and hangry. I, um, 
but I started to, to, to read that and it's very descriptive about what they're, what they're going to do and, and how they're going to do it. And I was almost, what little, did you learn? I did. I stopped reading cause I can't <laughs> think about stuff like that, but everything that you've explained and as I understand it, it's, it's a fairly simple, common yes. procedure similar to having a tooth pulled or maybe an appendix removed mm-hmm. or probably even more simple than that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so no, I'm not concerned. And, and I, if i if I read everything correctly, there's, it's quite likely that we will only be out of the house for two, maybe three hours. Oh yeah. It's super fast, super routine. I'm having a polyp in my uterus removed. Um, I will be having the best nap of my life. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that part, like the rest part. Um, but yeah, it should be easy breezy and straightforward. You just are not good with the medical stuff. So I thought for sure you would be way more stressed out, but you haven't at all. You've been cool as a cucumber. So yeah, I think, I I think it's going to go fine. And, um, I'm not too, I'm not worried about it at all. I'm just trying to decide how soon after you get home, because you have painkillers in you, do we record Friday's show? Oh like, gosh. do I actually bring a recorder in the car so we can do it right from the parking lot? It could be it's like a dangerous those, game. those wisdom teeth. My doctor, my dentist was so cute. I was going to say you've seen me like this before, but you never have because I wasn't completely out for my C-section. I was just numb. Yeah. Like you've never seen me coming out of like a deep sleep. I did see you though when you got your crazy tooth pulled. Did I say anything weird or do anything weird or did I just sleep? No, you were just asking a lot of questions, (laughs) but um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't weird. So apparently I didn't remember, I don't remember this, but apparently- I, Callie bought me an office chair, like a desk chair, you know, one of those chairs like with wheels on it and stuff years ago that I loved, but then decided I needed better. So I went online and I bought a different chair. Am I remembering this right? Yeah. And since buying that different chair and getting rid of the one that you bought me, Uh, since buying that different chair, every single desk chair I've had has been horrible. This is the one I'm sitting in right now. Listen to this. It actually doesn't even sound as bad right now. I found a screw that was loose and I tightened it. So that's why it's a little better. This is like 50%. Like the past, I don't know, a couple of months it's been like this, but like two times worse. And I, when we were looking up stuff for our, this week in Amazon history, I remember that I bought Jeff, like did the research, amazing desk chair that was like expensive, but not outrageous. And I got it for him for Christmas. Cause he didn't like, he just had this one from like Ikea and he spent so much time in the chair. It just like, wasn't supportive enough. So I got it for him for Christmas. And for whatever reason, I can't remember the exact reason, but you're like, you know what? I found the ProMaster 5000. <laughs> like right. this chair, it like it's top rated. Everyone's talking about it. And I feel like I just need, like maybe it's better than the one you got me. One- but I love the one that you got me, but it's okay. Like you were worried that I was going to be offended. I was like, I'm not offended. I'm not the one sitting in the chair all day. You do what you want. Are you sure that the one that you got me didn't? One- it didn't break. It didn't break. It didn't have like a wheel go wonky or no, you start just, making this noise. 
No, you just were like, I think I found a better one. And at the time you were hyper-focused on it because you, it's before we got a shared office space. So you were literally not out of that chair for like six hours a day. It was kind of ridiculous. And that chair is the one that hurt my back. It was horrible. For like six months, but I refused to acknowledge that it might've been the chair. I'm like, oh, I must be really stressed because my back has been killing me. Now, I must have been, I must be really stressed for six consecutive months because my back hurts. So my chair was the second chair. The, the back hurting chair was the third chair. The fourth chair is the one that Jeff's sitting in. And every time he, it's turned into a micro anxiety, but it's like a three year long micro anxiety where you're like, every time you move, you're like, I hate this chair. No, this, this chair. chair is fairly new. Like this chair replaced so whenever you bought me the original one, that mm-hmm. one was great for like two years. Mm-hmm. Then I had the back hurting one for seriously for like six months because I refused to admit that it that that's what was hurting my back, even though it was. Like I just I was like, can't be the chair, whatever. Then I got this one, which which was great in our old house, but the office in this house has wall to wall carpeting. And there's a sticker on the bottom of the chair that says, not for use on carpeted surfaces. Do you think that maybe you're a little bit of a chair diva? No, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) So the question is, do you need me to buy you the original chair again? If it works on, if it works on carpets, because I saw the sticker on the bottom of this that says not for use and you're I'm, like, ah, oh, these people don't I'm know like, what they're oh, talking that, about. That, they're just trying, that's big chair trying to convince you to buy a special carpet chair. <laughs> but it really doesn't, like, I've got to really, like, work to get it to move on carpet. And I think it's just messing up the whatever. So the, the chair experts actually know. Yeah. What they're talking about. I don't know why I read that and was like, eh, it doesn't apply to this chair. Like why? Because that's they- what we all do with warning labels, right? Like yeah. this is like a stand-up comedy bit. Like we all do that with labels. We're, we're like, okay, that's great, for, but that's for people. That it's like the Mexican restaurant when they bring your fajitas out and they're like, "Don't touch the plate; it's hot." And I'm like, "I can touch it for just a second. I'm oh, that was hot. Yeah, like, every time. Don't touch. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is certain music can calm dogs in cars. So if you have a dog that hates car rides, I have one of my best friends, her dog, like every time he's like a 75 pound dog. And when they get in the car, he's like, gotta sit in your lap, gotta sit in your lap, gotta sit in your lap. Like he just gets so nervous. Um, Anyways, so University of West London, they did a study with a playlist that is perfect for your dog that is scared of being in the car or, you know, it's just stressful for them. 10 calming songs for a dog road trip. How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees. No Woman, No Cry by Bob Marley. Everything I Do, I'll Do It For You, Brian Adams. Oof, no. I, I Want to Know What Love Is, Foreigner. Okay. Classic. Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. One in Ten by UB40. Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. Desperado by the Eagles. Many mm. Rivers to Cross. Uh, by Jimmy Cliff and Love is King by Sade. It says that the dogs calm down best to soft rock and reggae. Um, so there you go. Uh, your second random thing is if you got a guy in your life, so tough to buy for, and you're like, what can I get this man? It could be your husband, could be your boyfriend, could be your brother, could be your dad, whatever. Louis Vuitton. 
is now selling what they call the LV paint can bag. They call it that because it looks like a can of paint. Is that what you want for your birthday? Louis Are you Vuitton trying to give me a hint? Describes it as a wildly creative alternative to a conventional bag. Comes in a variety of colors. It's made of coated canvas and cowhide leather and has a metal handle that resembles a real paint can handle. It costs just a little bit over $2,300. You know what I'm going to get you for your birthday? Not I'm gonna, that. I'm going to go to Home Depot. I'm going to get you an empty paint can. Right. And I'm going to hand it to you. And you can carry it around wherever you want. Why don't you, instead of that, just get me a Ziploc bag with $2,300 in it? <laughs> Even better. And your third random thing is worst days of the week to fly from worst to best. There's oh, okay. I just booked... I just booked a trip. I just booked my first trip. In your mind? No. I booked a trip yesterday to the pod, the convention. Oh, I didn't know. You didn't tell me you actually decided that you were going. I oh. was like, I think you should go. And then that's the last I heard of it. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought that was the, yeah, go ahead and book it. So I booked the trip and it'll be the first air travel since 2020. So what day... What day is the worst? Tell me what you, what day you booked your tr your flight for, and I'll tell you where it ranks on the list. I'm leaving on Thursday back on Friday. It's a quick trip because I'm speaking, so I'm in for my speech and out. Number one worst day of the week to fly, Thursday. Is it really? 3.6% <laughs> of flights canceled, 72% on time. The second worst day is Friday, followed by Wednesday, on, really? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So I couldn't even like... Extent, I couldn't even do like Wednesday to Saturday because that's three and four. Wednesday is a 2.7%. Why Thursday, I wonder? I think because people are leaving on weekend trips. That's oh, Isn't that yeah. the day business people come home usually if they're- Could be, yeah, it's a good like point. whatever. Um, so, sorry. Fun. Best of luck. <laughs> I, I Like, we love to travel and- uh, like, you know, the beach, whatever, with the Caribbean, all this. And and pre-COVID, like, I was so excited to go all these places with Ellie and take her all over and show her all this stuff. Um, and, and now that we're, I don't know, are we allowed to say post-COVID? We're not post-COVID, but you know what I mean. Like, we're after whatever. Now that we're not isolating. Yeah, now that we're not all, like, hanging out in our own houses and stuff. Uh, the reason that I... I can't imagine being in a situation where we're like in an airport where a flight gets canceled with a two-year-old. Like I, I'm like, what? No, no. Like, like if we whoa, got if whoa. we got stranded halfway across the country with Ellie, I would literally buy a rental car and, and start driving and start driving. And I know that it's, it's, it's. I know it's unlikely to happen, but for me personally, and your, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, your experience, you, like you may have a different opinion on this, but for me personally, because when there, it seems like when there is a, a, a cancellation type meltdown thing, it's like every flight for an entire weekend has been closed. Like well, nobody's, like right. nobody's flying on Saturday. I'm like, okay, what if I go on Southwest? Nope. Closed. American? Uh-uh. Delta? No way. All their planes are in Europe. 
All and, of them? And Everyone. You and I have been in some like interesting travel situations. We've driven overnight. We've gotten in late. We've like done it. We are fine with it. We are good travelers and we are good inconvenient travelers, but I can only entertain a one and a half year old for right. so long. And I'm not sure that you and I are up to the challenge. So right. um, have fun flying out on the worst day of the um, week to fly. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I'm really nervous about today. You are? Yeah, I really am. Like, I've like cried a couple times. I don't know why I'm so like You're, jarred by it. It's That's so funny. Do you think maybe because it has to do with like girly parts and reproductive and babies and stuff? Maybe it's, yeah, I think it's that. It's also like a very- I feel bad now because I never even asked you about it because you, one of the, like right after you and I started dating, like you casually mentioned that before work, you were going in for a root canal or you were like leaving work early. And I'm like, what? Like if I had to have a root canal, the world is going to hear about it for 90 days out. Yeah. The I'm going to like I'm going to petition the government to shut down the day of my procedure because I want fewer cars on the road in case they need to, you know, medevac me somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh and then my recovery is going to take a full year. I think you I- you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to um swing by Jersey Mike's for a sandwich, grab a root canal. Uh there's a sale at the Gap and then I'm going to head back to work." And I'm like, Wait, what was before the gap? <laughs> I it, it totally it's one because I'm being like put under and I think the control thing just like makes me super nervous like I haven't been put under in a really long time and I think that you know also one like if they mess up it could like <laughs> you know it's like a scary thing that they could mess up. They won't. And then the third part of it is I really don't like people being in my business. So not only is this not my doctor, it's the doctor who's just doing surgeries that day. Uh, I had like a near panic attack because I was reading through the things and you have to sign all these forms. And one of them was like, can we have our med students in there and take pictures of you for research and all the stuff? And I was like, there's going to be more than one person in this room. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't can like you just it. Say, can, you just, can you say no to that? Well, I said no to that. But then I started thinking like, it's not just the doctor. Like it's the doctor. It's probably multiple nurses. It's an anesthesiologist, like a team of people. And I'm sitting there exposed. Like I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Lisa in Pennsylvania. Um, I was just listening to the episode you were talking about lightning with the three random things. Um, And we always think about lightning when we're outside, but I wanted to mention when I lived in Marietta, Georgia, um, I was struck by lightning through window at the kitchen sink. Um, Our kitchen sink was metal and luckily nothing horrible happened and knocked me on my butt. But one of our neighbors, he died at the phone. He was on the phone back when we had the corded phones. Um, He actually died. It came through the corded phone and it actually killed him. So I feel very lucky that nothing terrible happened, but yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye.
Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Cindy. I'm listening to today's podcast and you're talking about poison control number for pets. And I don't know if one existed, but 36 years ago, it was a Easter Sunday morning and we loaded up the kids to head out to church. While we were gone, apparently the Easter bunny left plastic eggs with Hershey kisses in them so that when they got back, the kids could um, see what the Easter bunny brought. And we came home to find out that we saw 30 or 40 plastic Easter eggs all opened and the contents were gone. And our dog was kind of laying in the kitchen looking a little sick. So we called, I think, directly to poison control and they get sent us to a number for pets. And here's the remedy. If your dog ingests, particularly chocolate, which is very toxic, in large amounts, large amounts of chocolate, which our dog ate basically the equivalent of an entire bag of Hershey Kisses, you give them one or two tablespoons of hydrogen peroxide. So we did that. He ran off our deck into the yard, and we had beautiful rainbow-colored foil poops all over our yard, and he was fine. So just thought I'd let you know. Keep some hydrogen peroxide around in case Sadie goes on a rampage. Hey, guys. Amanda from Marietta. When I heard Steve from Apaka apologize for calling in twice in one week, I was like, what? We're not supposed to call in every day. (laughs) Sorry, Jeff. The whole reason I'm calling is the untying the knot idea, Jeff, Pally, like number one brilliant idea you've ever had. I just, I teared up how thoughtful you guys are with the whole, you know, mystery podcast or true crime podcast in the first 30 seconds. I mean, I really was in tears. That is so amazing. You guys really could be saving lives and then making family lives better. All the above. All right. Love you guys. Bye. I've reached the last years of my I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today because that's where it lies.